24 hours a day, seven days a week. A new way of radio and the beginning of a new talent. Moncoradio.com, where music and minds meet. Welcome, everybody, to Damage Radio Heard here live on MonkaRadio.com, where music reminds me. You already know me. I'm Marcy, alongside Matt, the Ultimate Kiss fan, Porter. And Porter, man, we're coming back hard and, and hard. And we got big guys here today, two individuals that have come so far, not only in professional wrestling, but in life. They started a new series on Apple TV Plus called Master Factory. One is Born Better and part of the Golden Era. And the other one is Captivating Hearts All Over and is Always Hungry. Please welcome from the world-famous Monster Factory, Goldie and Mr. E-E-E, Bobby Buffet, guys. Welcome to Damage Radio. What hey. is up? What's going it's on? been a minute, guys, but I'm so happy we have you back here, guys. Yeah, it's good to be up here in Montgomery County, you know? The sky is blue. Beautiful day. Beautiful. So, so much has happened, guys, since we last saw you. Um, your lives have been turned upside down pretty much. And, yes. Uh, all the hard lot. work's paying off, man. Very Talk messy. to the Damage fans a little bit. Very messy. You want to go first or you want me to go? You got it. All right, cool. Yeah, so we've been uh, filming this project uh, with Vox Media, Public Record TV, and, uh, you know, partnered with Apple TV Plus uh, to show you guys basically our whole journey, like, you know, trying to make it big at the Monster Factory. Um, and it's finally here, you know what I'm saying? You can stream it now on Apple TV Plus. I'm so excited for everybody to get to see what we've been doing, kind of pouring our hearts into not only just for the last year, but for, you know, since we've been training, pretty much. Yeah, even lo- it's been started pretty much mid-pandemic. It's been like a year and a half of actual filming, even longer than that. Like Vox Media has been around the factory since before we were even around. So really? Like, yeah, like they filmed a mini documentary back in 2016, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of what it got got it all rolling. And they've kind of been around since. There's always been like little talks of oh. Maybe we should do a show, and Dan's like, "Yeah, we should do a show." And Apple TV Plus picked it up, and now we're here. Now we can finally talk about it. You know, if you remember back when when even RC got in the ring that day and did some training, Dan was talking to us that day. Like that goes so wow. far back that it was it was they were just there to shoot sizzle reel footage mm-hmm. and kind of for themselves. Yeah. And then to see it grow into for anybody that doesn't know that they, your show called Monster Factory is on Apple TV just dropped last weekend six episodes following your lives which is unbelievable the editing i'd say from an editing standpoint they do a killer job camera work editing storytelling fantastic really top-notch stuff so everybody within the sound of my voice which is you because you're listening you need to subscribe to apple tv right yes oh yeah so i mean that's the amazing thing is now the one thing i want to start right off with the bat was the question was you talked about being recorded for maybe a year things like that everybody knows first of all wrestling Second of all, reality TV. It's a weird merging. How much do we see on camera versus the edit? I heard Danny this morning talking on Preston and Steve. He says, I'm not, I wouldn't let them make anybody look bad. <laughs> you know, so like, <laughs> but like, what did you feel like maybe pull the curtain back a teeny bit? How much of what we see on these six episodes, is there anything where you thought, oh, that's an edit or that wasn't the way it happened? Or is it pretty real, real no. life? Or so, what, how do you feel about it? I don't like using the term reality TV. I think that's right. a very bad uh, <laughs> <It's>, yeah. connotation. Because <laughs> um, this isn't a reality show. It's not. A, it hurts. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, 
it's a docuseries. It doesn't, right. it's not, you know, drama for the sake of drama. There, there really isn't much drama in it. It's, it's a feel good story, but it all is very real. It's, uh, no, no, no smoke and mirrors here. It shows our real lives, our real stories. It goes deeper into all of our lives than anyone ever knows, you know? I didn't know Twitch's story as deep as it was. I didn't know Gabby's story at all. Um, so, yeah, it's all very, very real. See, now that's super interesting. And being that the two of you are featured, yeah. how have you felt putting yourself out there to people? Like, you know, really showing some stuff off that, like, you know, was that tougher for you? Did you feel that you were guarded at all? Or is it pretty much... Like, what was that vibe? As soon as people bring the camera out, some people tend to act differently. Oh, How'd yeah. you feel about that, being living your life in front of the cameras? Um, I was definitely guarded. I, I'm guarded in general. Um, but I, I, I think he could probably attest to the same. Us being, like, in the position we are at the factory, uh, for the most part, everything that we were doing on camera is kind of second nature. Because uh, from the beginning, we were kind of used to being in a glitz and glamour of, like, you know, professional wrestling. Not not necessarily that we're, like, big time or anything, but, you know, we, we kind of practice what we preach. We practice how we play. We, we've we been trying to set that mold. This is what and, we and wanted. And especially right? with Dan. Dan, you know, has us get ready for everything. So he's always filming trainings, you know, filming everything. Just, you know, so we're always ready for that. So... It wasn't like things changed when the film crew came. The only thing that changed was there was a film crew. Right. It's not like, especially us. I don't know. Some people probably, you know, showed up more often and were trying to look good for the camera. <laughs> of course, yeah. But, uh, could get this side of the tricep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, the principal cast and I, like the dependable people, nothing really changed. They're always there. They're always doing the same thing. They're always open. But, yeah. Yeah. And for the most part, shoot, I, I, I've been doing shows, like, wrestling-wise for couple years now same with you like honestly once you once you start wrestling once your stuff is out there it's no more kind of personal life really for you i mean you kind of give people what you want them to know but at the same time there's people in that every aspect of like your life kind of digging you know what i mean That's right like, it kind of comes with the territory you know but I mean, even that Apple TV is a pretty big platform. Big. Has it changed your lives at all? Do people look at you different oh hey you like what what's been that experience as far as your regular life uh, I try not to let it affect my personal life too much or, like, just a regular daily life. But, I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, my phone has kind of been nonstop blowing up ever since <laughs> the trailer dropped, let alone, like, the show came out. But, uh, like, it's all good publicity. I kind of surround myself with good people, so try to make every interaction authentic. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I think it's been good. Yeah. Um, I think I can speak for you also. Uh I've gotten a lot of messages like from people that I know, people I don't know, pretty much saying like, man, like your story meant so much to me. Like, I didn't know you went through this stuff. Like, I go through the same stuff uh, and seeing like how far you've come, seeing what you've done. Like, it really means a lot to me or it means a lot to my son or uh, things like that. So it's really cool to be able to touch people that, you know, I know and I don't know and just being able to put you know the story out there and and if it means something to someone that's awesome because you know that's what wrestling that's what we're all in wrestling for wrestling fans and wrestlers alike we're in wrestling to kind of escape and, and find something to look up to find something to keep us going and I, that's what this show is at the heart it's not really a wrestling show it's a show that has wrestling in it right it's a show about you know these five six people who are trying to live their dreams living through their real life struggles and, and just trying to you know make it 
how did they pick the five or six guys that were going to be showcased in it? Uh, I mean, you know, dependable people, kind of like going into it. They didn't know my story. That kind of came out as they filmed me more. Okay. Um, but you know, there's people like Twitch who have the innate story that mm-hmm. is on the surface, even though it goes a lot deeper than it actually is. Uh, you know, Bobby's Bobby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't not yeah. film Bobby. Yeah. You have to. Hey, man, I'm just a guy. I think uh, <laughs> we were very lucky to be in the positions we were in at the time because, like, like we were talking about before, this was a concept that was, you know, derived before we were even training. I was still in school when this concept was. Apple TV wasn't even a thing yet. Yeah. Like when they started talking about all this and um. You know, it's just a, it's just kind of a nod to the consistency of people like, you know, me and Goldie, because we've been there doing like, you know, big dog stuff for like the past couple of years. It's just been that way, you know. Mm-hmm. So you heard like this was going to happen, but you know, you never really believe it until you actually see it. Yeah. You know, it's like how how was that feeling? Like you know, like waiting and waiting, waiting. Like it's really going to happen. It's just one of those things that you just you know, kind of tell them. And in wrestling, there's a lot of stuff like that. It's always like, oh, this might happen, this might happen. And you get your hopes up for a lot of stuff, and then you kind of get numb to it. Um, So this one was like, yeah, cool, we'll see. And then it's like, oh, Apple TV's going to pick it up. It's like, oh, really? I hope so, we'll (laughs) see. And then it's like, oh, here's the trailer. It's like, oh, and then it just keeps going. It's like, okay, this is real. This is really cool. Yeah. So you saw the trailer. Did that really hype you guys up? And, and honestly, we didn't see the trailer until it came out. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They we we didn't see the show, show until it pretty much came out. <laughs> yeah. They kept us in the dark about everything. pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah. Stars? They keep in the dark? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but we lit this, so we kind of knew what was going on. But right. like, you know, to see how it all came together. Oh my gosh. You know what I'm saying? It's it's still hard to put yourself in that position even though you know you've been putting it work in, you know you've been doing it and all that. It's still like kind of, you know, it almost still seems surreal, you know, just that little person in me from before is like, right. "Dang, you really doing all this right now?" Yeah. It's like crazy. Did it bring back football memories when you're running on the field like in your hands out? <laughs> yeah, like Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I still miss don't playing fall, football. Don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. Don't fall, don't fall. Yeah, I, I still miss playing football every once in a while. But um nah, I, it, I just love wrestling, man. I do. This this whole experience was fun. You know, it's so funny fun. to your point where you're talking about people come up to you and they see it's part of their story and your story. Mm-hmm. The thing that I really, w- having watched it, was the th- I thought one of the things that was very commendable about the production company is they didn't go for that dirty, dark side right. of the ring. It really is positive. Like, it's so positive. That was the thing that I really liked was the fact that they really, it shows, and, and to what you just were speaking of, Hard work pays off. That seems mm. to be the theme. As like Dan's going to work you hard, but you guys rose up to that. And that vibe, it, I mean, and look, you guys are in really good shape. It makes me want to do push-ups. For the, <laughs> we've done more push-ups today, Goldie, than I've done in my life. So it's just like, you know, that. I thought that vibe was really nice. Because at first you go, oh, man, I hope it doesn't go with the, oh, and then they, yeah. you know, got hurt and they're back. And, you know, but it kept it real positive all the way through. And not everything happens is obviously positive. Yeah. But yet they kept it on a really kind of a good note, which I was thrilled that you said that, that people are coming up and they're seeing things that they can relate to. Because you figure that's like every celebrity, whether you're writing a song, whether you're doing a movie, you look at these people and you go, oh, like I can see that struggle. And they, even if it's something totally like, I think the greatest example, like Rocky, everything's Rocky. Mm. Think about how many push-ups you did when that Rocky soundtrack yeah. comes on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's one thing that I thought was really ex- just exceptional about the whole series, yeah. is that the tone of it. The- 
I think that is what makes it different than anything else that's ever been made in wrestling. Because right. everything in wrestling is always, oh, here's drugs, here's injuries, here's... You got it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Damage Radio, who's on the line? Oh, it's Kooks. No, there Kooks. we go, Danny What's up, man? Kooler. Danny, how's it going, man? Oh, what's good, Danny? Yo, guys. I watched the first three episodes today. I was crying like a baby. And then he watched the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then he cried again. And then I cried again listening to Damage Radio. Um, <laughs> it, guys, it personifies what the Monster Factory is and what it's about. Um, even I haven't been there in about a year and a half. Um, it, it just gave me chills down my spine. Just like... Seeing the community, seeing the essence of the hard work of the guys, and Goldie and Bobby, you you two are stars. You two are appreciate you. You guys are excellent at what you guys do, and it's a testament to Dan. Um, Dan never gave up on me either. You mm. know, like I wasn't in the best place where I was five years ago when I seven years ago when I met Dan. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, and Dan has been with me through the bad and through the good, and I'm I'm moving into my own independent place now. And I love that. That's it, awesome. And it's sort of for everybody listening that doesn't know, this is of course Danny Kukler, host of Hard and Heavy, heard right here on Monaco yep. Radio every Friday at noon. And you've been there. You've worked the the camera crew and everything like that. So when you watch it and you've been in that building, how much of a vibe did you love seeing these guys and gals being spotlighted? You know, for all their hard work because you've been part of that team. Right, I've been part of that. I've been part of that, and it just gave me chills down my spine. It just seeing the hard work, seeing the, of everybody. And it's just like, I was astounded. I was really astounded. And I, I love you all. It's just been, it's just been a ride to seeing you guys and your success. Uh, thank you, homie. Thank you, Danny. You better get back soon. Yeah. You better, yeah, you better yeah, get I back. I gotta get factor. back. I gotta get back. You guys know. Better get back before we get signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Or else you, you got to go down and meet them before you got to pay for it. So right. <laughs> and they're already starting right. to stop the whole signing in the parking lots now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Right. Thanks, Kooks. We'll see you Friday, hard and heavy, noon yeah. on Monaco Radio. Hard and heavy. Keep it hard. Keep it heavy. Thanks, pal. Thanks, guys. See ya. You guys got a question or comment, 215-619-7366. I repeat, 215-619-7366. We got Goldie and Bobby Buffet in, in the house uh, promoting their Apple TV Plus. So call in, guys, if you have a question. And that's the thing. Is that there's a, in professional wrestling, there's a band of misfits, like it says in the trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone just comes together. No one judges anybody. And that's the best part I, I love about it. Like, you guys are all coming together. It doesn't matter what background you guys have. You're all there to support each other. And that's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... I feel like our whole story is just the personification of just like the human emotion, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just diversity, kind of working together, teamwork, all that type of stuff. Uh, manifesting your dreams, all that stuff is kind of like the overall themes of just to show in what the Monster Factory as a school is like in general. So, right. yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Let's talk a bit about that, like the hard work and dedication. Uh, talk about where you guys came from and uh, the hurdles that you had to jump along the way before you even decided to even pursue professional wrestling. Yeah, I know where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. I'm from uh, 
a city called Plainfield, New Jersey. So I had to overcome poverty, the system, all that good stuff. And I'm, I mean, I was still fighting, you know what I'm saying? But growing up, it was hard. Poverty, like I was saying, you know, um, where I'm from, just you weren't, you weren't built to succeed. Nobody's thinking outside the box of where I'm at. I'll tell you like this. The neighborhood I lived at had uh, more killings there than like most of the state by mm. itself. And, and we are one of the smallest cities in in the state. <laughs> we only got fifty thousand people in our city. Um, but um, you know, just thinking outside that box. I mean, when you're when you're there, it's hard to think outside of it. But wrestling kind of gave me that escape when I was younger. And then following it, once I got older and realized, you know, that the system isn't really working for me, I gotta figure out kind of make my own decisions. And it just really came to that making my own decision. I'm living my life for me, not no one else. So. I'm going to chase my dreams. My real dream is being a wrestler and making it to the WWE, you know, making a good career out of it because that's what I've always loved. And, um, <clears throat> you know, the Monster Factory gave me that window of, like, opportunity to just think outside the box, you know? Right. But in the middle, you also did find football in high school, like you said, and then um, the music. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, they graduated and you didn't know where you were going to go. No clue. No Overweight clue. and all that, you know. I wish I could have, I wish I would have paid more attention to school. Not that it would have really strayed me from this goal today, but you know what I'm saying? I just feel like I would have found some of those tools quicker. Um, but like, you know, I can't, I can't look back with any regrets because I feel like the way I developed made me who I am today. So I'm, I'm happy with how everything turned out. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think about that stuff all the time and not to get like deep, but, uh, <laughs> Like I think, I think about all the time. Like, so I'll go into my story real quick. You'll watch it all if you go watch Apple TV Plus Monster Factory. Sorry, Uh, yeah. Um, So growing up, I had really bad anxiety, debilitating anxiety uh, that stopped me from doing so much in life um, until I got to the Monster Factory. Kind of, you know, progressed me from there. Got out of my shell, became Goldie. You know, now I'm the best wrestler in the world. But. yeah, like I You're think born it, better. Yeah, man. born better. On, I, I think about like I used to always think like, man, I wish I could have be I could be different. I wish I, I didn't have these issues. I wish, you know, I had all these friends. Um, and at the time, I I did. I really did. But nowadays, I'm looking back. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that stuff would have been great, but I wouldn't be where I am right now. I wouldn't be, you know, living this story. And and I, I hope you know people kind of take that from this show and if they're listening right now I hope you take that idea as well that maybe you're going through this stuff right now and it sucks but you know it's going to lead you somewhere and hopefully that somewhere is a lot better off like looking back to where you are exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, thank you guys it's a good thing for that no that's really I, I think in like you said it's bigger than wrestling yes that so much theme, I'm getting goosebumps as <laughs> you were saying that because that's what everybody wants is yes. to figure out who they are and what they're doing and and that's I think the, even the takeaway of this whole the whole series is you see you guys really progress. Mm-hmm. And Dan calls you out right in the first episode. Oh, he would cry. He quit every week. <laughs> so as it progresses, and we see like you said on a run doing all this great stuff. It's funny how you encapsulated it right there because man, that's everything. That's dynamite. Right. And you said you wanted to quit, but he wouldn't let you. Yeah. Do you, right. Can you do you go back to that mindset a lot and remember that those ties? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just the same idea of. At the time, I really wanted to quit. I hated it there. Not because not because Monster Factory is a bad place. It's not. It's my home. I love it. I love it more than my real home. That sounds bad. Yeah. Um, but I'm Please there. have dinner on the table tonight. <laughs> I'm there more than I am my real home, I, I should say. That's fair. Um, 
so at the time I wanted to quit, but looking back now, I'm thankful every single day that Dan didn't let me quit. Dan could have easily given up on me. He he had my full payment. He could have said, "All right, you don't want it, you can leave." But he said, "No, you're you're not allowed to quit. You're gonna see through this and see where it goes, but you're not gonna quit right now." Right. Now the whole born born better and uh, the golden era. You guys already started filming stuff your own, mm-hmm. like at, at people's houses and mm-hmm. all that, and your houses and setting up different. Talk about that a little bit and how like did you did the mind start turning when the camera started coming in the studio, like you know, and trying yeah. to do series. I mean, we we always love entertaining people. Bobby's along with us for some of, of those rides too. Oh yeah. Um, that's always our goal. Our goal is always to entertain people, make them laugh, make them feel something. That's, I mean, that's wrestling in, in essence, but we just take it further. You know, it's not always about wrestling. Wrestling is more than wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, so we love filming stuff. And then having an Apple crew there, they film some of us filming. You know, it's going kind of like Inception. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, Apple filmed us film stuff for wrestling. Uh, so it was cool being able to, you know, at, at, on one side being able to see what like real filming looks like with like, $100,000 cameras, multiple cameras, all that stuff is really cool. But then just them watching us film, like if you watch the show, you'd see a tiny bit of it, uh, of us just filming something. It's it's all fun. I mean, that's another thing with the show. They filmed, God, Bob, how much did they film? They oh filmed my gosh. weeks, like legitimate, probably like 100 hours worth of content. Yeah, we were every in- single day. Yeah, every day, all day. So we're Sometimes. looking at more than six episodes, hopefully. You're looking at a year. <laughs> you know, like 20, 30. Right? A year worth of content, man. But <laughs> just seeing, you know, you look at the show, we look at the show since we lived it, and you kind of see like, oh, they used this, but they didn't use this. Uh, oh, I wish they used that. Not in a bad way. I think how they did it is amazing and perfect, mm-hmm. but it's just funny to see like little things of, oh, they decided to use this versus, you know, using this. Oh, why do we even film this if they didn't use it? Right. Uh, but that's, you know, that's production, I guess. That's, that's DVD bonus feature. Hey. Yes, there you go. <laughs> yep. You need a code to find it on the right. DVD. Yep. Yeah, right. So with, what was like the, the in and outs that you uh, weren't expecting? Uh, anything of that nature? Huh. Of actual filming? Yep. Hmm. Or surprises? Like, did they like know they wanted to go here and you weren't expecting them to follow you there? Um, no, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily that. I would say with the whole territory, it comes a lot of extra sacrifice because you got to, I mean, you're on camera, so you're, you got to live up to like a role model perspective um, 24-7. But that's something we kind of already been doing. Uh, I would say at the most, uh, they got to see a lot of us maturing because we're kind of, I don't know about you, but this is the first time I've been on Apple TV. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> like we're kind of maturing the whole time. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're learning things along the way. And I think that might have been the most like difficult hiccup, but it, it wasn't really that hard seeing, like having everybody with us. Everybody's kind of guiding us along the way. Right. So it wasn't that hard. So showing up to your work, though, I mean, like, are they are they are the other employees showing up on time now? Uh, <laughs> there was a couple people who had like a little extra vested interest in like doing stuff, but um, you know, the little look he did, like, you know, I'm out, you know, that was great. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, there was, there was. I want to talk about it, even though they didn't put it in. I did the little hop skiddly dip. No, you yeah. know what I'm saying? When you did, <laughs> if anybody don't know what I'm talking the about, the hop skiddly dip is when you jump and clap your feet. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I got out of work, nobody uh, caught that. Though. Oh. <laughs> Tried doing that ten years ago, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so here's the question. I mean, obviously, one of the underlying themes, and one of, the, and certainly we all know Danny Cage. You guys know him way better than we do. But his, he's so inspiring throughout the entire series. But ever since I've ever met him, coming up and doing this show, I think describe your relationship with him as a mentor or other mentors that you've had in your life. I mean, obviously, we're here at Montgomery County Community College, and I feel like in life, finding those mentors, I can think of the people that affected my life, and they don't always know it how much they affect you. Talk about your relationship with him and then other people who really helped guide you through this journey. Uh, okay, I'll go first. Um, <clears throat> I always have to give a big nod to Dan. I mean, whether we disagree on things, agree on things, and it's not like we disagree on things a lot because, to be honest, he has a track record that precedes me. So it's like anything he says I'm open and willing to you know do. Um, but, you know, like, he's seen things in me that I haven't seen in myself. Um, he's brought out so much, like, of the best in me. As, like, since I was 19, you know, coming where I come from, you don't have a lot of positive male figures in your life, especially older people you can look up to. But, I mean, he's been there since I was, I mean, I've been there since I was 19, now I'm in my 20s. Like, it's like, he's kind of watched me grow into a man. Some of the things that I might have missed growing up in this environment, like, you know what I'm saying? He's mm -hmm. adding these pieces on to me. So I'm becoming a better man because of Dan. So forget the wrestling stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm becoming a better person. And that alone is enough to make me, you know what I'm saying, as a mentor, that's the best type of thing you can ask for. Someone you don't know, you know what I'm saying, investing their time, their support into you, you know what I'm saying, when they don't have to. They have, like, they have their own kids. They have their own responsibilities. He has... A bunch of other students, people who've paid more, people who've given him less headache, you know what I'm saying? But he's still choosing to focus his time and energy on me. That just means a lot to me. Yeah, I mean, we already talked about my story of trying to quit. I mean, so that right away um, just shows how much he means to me and how much he's changed my life. But uh, I feel like I'm someone that he's kind of taken under his wing. And I do... I feel like it's kind of a give and take kind of relationship, which I think is good. I think I do a lot for him and he does a lot for me. Um, but it's, you know, it's lessons that aren't always even verbal. Like I've learned so much just from, you know, he, he it's not always holding your hand. All right, do this, do that. It's I'm going to put you in this situation and you're going to learn from it. Like from, you know, even the simplest stuff, like I'm at the factory uh, learning how to, you know, build stuff, you know, putting right. together this set. And just because, you know, I kind of stepped up into that role and he, he, he gave me the tools to be able to literal and physical, literal and uh, metaphorical <laughs> tools, um, just everything, you know. It, it, I always say he's kind of like a second father figure to me. Um, yeah. That's strong. Yeah. I like that line where you said, saw something in you that you didn't see. Those people that come into your life and do see the things that make you special, they're important. And I say that all the time is you got to find those people. And when they appear, listen to them. 100%. Because, you know, and that's, that's important in all aspects, no matter what you're doing in your life. Find those people that, you know, and it's funny because you say you're 19 years old. I try and think of 19 years old way in the rearview mirror. But at 19, you don't always know. And you think, well, who's this person? But they know more. They've been there. They've done that. They see something maybe of themselves in you. It's important. That's a good takeaway. Oh, yeah. And the obstacle of thinking you know. <laughs> right. 19, yeah, you got you know it. What I'm saying? And you got it. Fine-tuning someone. Who, uh, that's the downfall of a lot of the people. majority of people in wrestling. Mm -hmm. We see many people come and go. 
And a lot of it is, no, I know better than Dan. It's like, well, you know, if, if you look at anyone who succeeded, 99% of them are just people that do exactly what Dan tells them to do. Mm-hmm. Not in a, like a, a bad way, but yeah. if you just listen to him and, and follow his directions, you're going you're gonna to make it. And people always think that they know better. Which that brings up a good point. Now, for everybody, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Goldie, we're talking to Bobby, stars of this new Monster Factory series on Apple TV. The question is, and you kind of mention it like, you know, in the in the area, like you two both rose up and became featured in this series. Was there anybody who maybe was really trying to become featured? And was there, did that create any tension within your group? Maybe, because it doesn't really come across in the show that way. But I mean, anytime you have a handful of people somebody's going to, you know, order the cheeseburger without a cheese on it, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't think there's any of that. Uh, you know, there are people who might have blown their, their shots very realistically. <laughs> right. um, but I don't think there was much the other way around. I mean, everyone's trying to step up, obviously. There's cameras. Everyone's right. got to look good. Right. Yeah. But it was kind of, we already had the, the, the people picked. Um, and yeah. So they knew going in before, like when they started shooting, they told you we're featuring you. Yeah, before we before we officially started filming, you know, they were there. Uh, they picked a couple people, and you know, we kind of talked with more detail. But um, just piggybacking off of what Goldie said, I think the the culture in the Monster Factory is such that you know, no matter who would have got these feature spots, everybody would have been supportive anyway. Like you know what I mean, like. You know, nobody was hating on me because I was, you know, this because, you know, I'm the same guy you'll see on camera that you'll see at the factory. You know what I mean? I And, and that's for everybody in the principal cast. Nobody changed up just because we were like, you know what I'm saying, featured and right. now we're getting all this publicity and all this. We're still the same. We going to be here. To, we going to be there tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Since we leave here. Um, so, you know, nothing's really changed. And I think that's kind of what makes it better because, you know, nine times out of ten, Everybody at the factory will say there's nobody more deserving of being a feature cast than someone like Goldie, someone like myself. That's just how the cookie crumbles. That's right. <laughs> That's it's outstanding. Yep. Now, what's one thing you guys learned about yourselves through all this process that maybe you didn't know? I learned how vulnerable I could be. <laughs> well, maybe. Not all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. But, <laughs> yeah, a couple, hey, I don't want to talk to the camera right now. There's a couple. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, yeah. Damage. Damage. Hit the damage button, yeah. please. <laughs> now he's in charge (laughs) (laughs) no but uh yeah like you know they followed us around for so long and i feel like i've grown as a person exponentially just doing a lot more things that i wouldn't have done uh and maybe part of that is kind of grown as a man but i had like all the tools to succeed man i'm on camera i was the champion at the time Mm -hmm. you know i'm saying i'm still training every day so we had this big showcase 2300 arena so it was like all these things kind of helped me kind of uh, mold myself into the person I was during that time. Right. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, you asked earlier about kind of being vulnerable and opening up. And at first, I, I you know, I, they asked me about being a principal cast, and obviously I wasn't going to say no to that. Uh, but that was before they really knew my story. Um, and they kind of learned that as the show went on, which is interesting. But I remember in the beginning uh, being reluctant. I remember talking to Brett about it, kind of like, 
I don't know if I want to talk about this stuff. I, I don't want to, uh, like, my anxiety and stuff. Because I, I see it, you know, personally, and I, how I see other people see it as a weakness. It's like, oh, do I really want to hire this person who, you know, has these issues and that kind of stuff. So at first I was reluctant. I'm like, maybe I don't want to talk about this. But then it kind of came down to what we were talking about earlier. I realized that maybe this will mean a lot more to other people than it means to me. I mean, it means a lot to me, but right. the, the the positive is a lot more than this this negative that's kind of just in the back of my mind, and that just comes along with you know the anxiety in itself. Well, I think it also it helps give a real genuine feel to the show because mm-hmm. we feel like we're not watching a character. Like that was the one thing I took away was it made it seem really very real. Like you know you're giving us kind of warts and all. It's not you know woo I'm walking around with the Rolex watch. You know it's <laughs> yeah. not character driven. Which mm-hmm. and like in we were you said earlier about reality TV. I mean wrestling just by its nature has that certain people become a character but that's really interesting you say that because to give yourself over to that process it made for a better show for sure and you're you're like a heel now like and like that's the thing like from where you came from now you can tell the crowd to shut up if you wanted to and (laughs) do you ever think you'd be that kind of person and be able to mold that i think it's easier being that kind of person honestly (laughs) you know because you know, face Goldie is more of real, real David. Okay. Heel Goldie is, you know, the, that character that can be someone else who can, you know, tell people to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you you know, ever bring so, that character home with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd bring it. I'd bring it with Bobby sometimes. Nice. <laughs> yeah. nice. Definitely. Now, you know, we also have uh, Missy Sampson that, that trains you guys. Mm-hmm. Talk about about her role and how, she, how she's helped you as well, and, and the other people that stepped up, helped you guys along the way. With seminars and all that, Missy, uh, it's a nice, it's a nice um, counter counterbalance to Dan. <laughs> I, I would say, yeah, I bet. <laughs> uh, very, very different, and also a little bit of the same. But um, having Missy around, she has a you know a different view. Everyone has different views on everything, so it's nice to have a different opinion, a different view than just Dan that we're always used to. Um, so having kind of this this mother figure, for lack of a better term, at the factory is is nice sometimes. Yeah, one thing I think is important is uh, she focuses a lot kind of on the inner side of pro wrestling too. Uh, gives us a lot of things, uh, a lot of introspect that we don't think about. Uh, such she's as like been locker- doing it for a long time, has a mm-hmm. lot of connections. Yeah, yeah, she's been around a lot, and you know, like locker room safety, something that a lot of people don't even talk about because that's just like a second thought, like mm-hmm. you know, outside your outside your mind but she touches on stuff like that you know what I'm saying she's a big advocate for the women in our school because you know it's one thing for even even as as awesome as Danny is with you know like our women our women's students it's not like you know he's crazy or anything um because <laughs> there's a lot of that in pro wrestling he's he's great but Missy gives like you know the unrivaled kind of uh viewpoint you know what I'm saying as a woman going through the business and she can be tougher on him too yeah it's not like she's there to coddle you. She's yeah. there to really show you what wrestling is like. Right. Even though we're empowering everyone, you know what I'm saying? You can't sugarcoat it because that's an easy way to get kind of like discoed out of wrestling I real mean, quick. M- Missy came up in like ECW. She trained right. with all those guys. Mm-hmm. So she was literally just getting beat up by people right. when she started. That, that's not how she coaches, obviously. But, you know, that's that's where she's coming from. So she's not going to be sugarcoating anything for anyone. <laughs> right. She's done a lot of things, but... She might not know that she has the award of the funniest story ever on Completely Damaged, which was wrestling five midgets in a bar. You have to just <laughs> yeah. ask her or go back yeah. and listen to that episode. Probably one of the funniest stories ever on Completely Damaged. That's right. That was, that was, that was good. <laughs>
And also, like, um, you know, how important she reminds you guys about social media. You guys yes. are always on it. Yeah. Why don't you guys promote your own stuff? Promote the show. And if yeah. you don't promote the show, you might not even get in the card. Yeah. And I was there one time, like, you know, in the back, just waiting, and someone didn't promote it, right? And they, why am I not on the card tonight? Well, show me where you promote it. And they couldn't find it, and then they're not in the card. Yeah, that's just... Yeah, great on Missy. That's the Monster Factory in general, though, and that's what makes the Monster Factory so good. It's not just about wrestling. It's about the deeper stuff. Wrestling wrestling is, what, 10% of actual pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Everything else is everything else that goes into it. Social mm-hmm. media, backstage, being a good person, all that is way more important than actual wrestling. Anyone can do, you know, a cool flip. Right. I mean, you know, not everyone, but <laughs> anyone can do moves. Right. See, that's, that's a good being point. A now, look, if, if you haven't seen the show yet, you don't know. Now, Bobby, you're a big guy, but an agile guy. How do you get yourself <laughs> into the mindset of doing that front somersault flip off the side of the ring into a pile of people? How <laughs> do you psych yourself up for that? Sometimes I just don't be thinking. I just kind <laughs> of feel <laughs> when, when you called that originally, he originally called that to us. Um Called it as a cannonball off the top of the ropes, not just off the apron. Right. Yeah, I was going to do that. And he, and we're like, no, we are not taking that. He's like, why not? I'm fine doing it. I'm like, sure, you're fine doing it. I'm not catching your big, your big, big meatball-looking self. <laughs> um, Damn it. Hey, man, when you feeding out the energy, you know what I'm saying, of the crowd, sometimes yeah. it just gives you that crazy adrenaline. You feel like you can do anything. But there went Goaty's energy right there. Now they're watching the pop. I'm good. Yeah, I that mean, is impressive. I mean, it really, you know, if you haven't seen him do it, you right. haven't lived yet. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I get flippy sometimes. I like to tap into my my inner big boy. <laughs> yeah. And you guys went to battle a few times, man. Talk about, like, you know, trusting each other and how important that is and you guys being there. Man, man. shoot. I've been, traded, <laughs> I've been traded with Goldie since I started because he started a couple, uh, a couple months before me. But, like, you know. The whole time, I kind of looked up to him as one of the best wrestlers there. So getting to work with him, for one, is like one thing. But us kind of growing into each other's, uh, you know, growing with each other. And we're, we got like the craziest chemistry out of mm-hmm. like any opponents at the factory. Any match we ever had is like a banger. So right. go look go look for those. You can find them on my YouTube page. You can find them on Monster Factory YouTube page. Little plug right there. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, it's like awesome, for one, to be able to work with like one of your best friends. But mm-hmm. also like when you have the chemistry to back it up. Right. Yeah, and just trust. Trust the other person, being able to trust the person, knowing that they're good enough, knowing that you do have that chemistry, being friends. You know, but when you're wrestling with friends, you can kind of throw throw stuff in a little more. You don't have to worry so much about, you know, hurting someone or offending someone. Right. Yeah. So you can, you know, lay it all out on the line, and that's it's fun. And we've done that many times. We went through a streak of, you know, wrestling what, five, six times in a row. Yeah. I, I think I, a lot of... The flippy stuff that you see me do, especially with Goldie, is because, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't get to do it with a lot of people because they see me as a big boy and they be like, ah, you know, there's a lot of big people who say they can do things and then they really can't do things. But, like, he's seen me do things at practice and all this stuff, so he trusts me and then we make it look great, you know what I'm saying? Cause he'll, he'll talk me into stuff, too. He'll be like, hey, I want to try this moonsault from, from the rope for the very first time in our match. I'm like, uh, I'd rather not take that. He's like, no. Nah, While he's on the phone with someone else, yeah, yeah, sure. You sure about it? Yeah, I got you. I'd rather, I'd rather not do that. He's like, nah, you trust me. I'm like, all right, well, we'll do it. Whatever, just hit me with it. And it turns out good, so. So, like, five to six times you guys been in the ring with each other, you try to mix it up every time, so it's something special for yeah. the fans to take away is Definitely. that when the moonsault comes into play and other things so they go like man you can't beat that and the next time 
yeah, different matches call for different things. I don't want to give anyone the same experience twice. Right. Um, the overall takeaway, sure, like the overall feeling you get just watching wrestling in general. But, um, you know, I, you got to switch it up, keep people on their toes, especially as far as I go, because, you know, big people can get boring quick. Um, so, yeah, no, nah, I like to I like to kind of try and expand my craft as much as possible. Any new thing I learn, I want to try like automatically. So right. it's like, yeah. Yeah, I think we pull that out of each other. You know, some matches we'll start off maybe a normal match and next match. Oh, let's do a little more chaining. Let's make it a wrestling match. Next match. Oh, let's, you know, slow it down, make it longer. Let's, you know, sell more next match. Let's go flip. Let's go fast. Always different. Always, you know, that's what. It's training and it's wrestling. You know, we're, we're throwing it out there, see what works, what doesn't, and it all works. Mm-hmm. And now in the Apple TV Plus series, we learned that Mimi was getting a contract mm-hmm. and be able to go down there. What, how, what was your response knowing that one of your own you training with? I mean, that, that was a cool one because I had started the very exact right. exact same day as she did. So me and her were kind of always paired together. When, when we first started, we were the only new people. So we were just locking up, locking up, locking up for literal months. Um, and that's it's, things have changed nowadays. But uh, so we were always kind of on the same path. So seeing her go get a tryout, go further, it's like, okay, you know, we, we train the same way. We learn the same way. So maybe that says something about me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Everything he said, just the whole, I mean, seeing the track record of everyone who's got signing, Mimi included, um, it just kind of gives you the like the uh, the the confirmation that you're learning the right things. You're surrounding yourself with the right people. So, I, anytime anyone gets any type of nod, like when they're on AW, when I get invited to Impact, stuff like that, it's like it's always like real heartwarming to see because you know you're doing the right things. Right. So do you guys ever reach out to like a semi Miami or like when Mimi was there like and get tips on how you can change stuff up and uh, what to expect when you guys Yeah, every every now and then like, or Sammy will hit me off send me like a stupid meme or something. I'm like, hey, thanks. <laughs> now, what, what are some questions that like, you know, instead of get, not getting too personal, what, what are some questions that you would ask them to know, prepare yourself that maybe you're not sure of that they, they're looking for and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean like when it comes down to that stuff, it's more of just how to be a good person there it's not really like oh what do they want a wrestler what do they it's hey backstage how do you act should i you know go up to these people should i clean up here should i do this stuff it's like that little stuff that you won't get from other people it's not really about you know hey what what move should i do right. to, to impress <laughs> yes yeah, i know yeah. yeah i feel like those opportunities will present themselves when we're ready to have them and i feel like um like now is all about kind of fine tuning what we're doing to make sure you know we're in the best position possible when those opportunities come. Right. Uh, that's the great part about just being around people like him and uh, Mimi, just because they've kind of been in the machine. Then Dan's brought people to the machine, and we're kind of feeding towards the machine now. Like we get our little test runs, like like I was saying when he goes to AW Dark, and when I got to go to Impact, we kind of know how to act because of kind of the stuff we see right. every day. You know right. what I mean? That's something I wanted to talk about, opportunities. Before the whole uh, uh, Apple TV thing goes, AEW, what, three times you were there? And then Kevin Kelly, you know, the whole thing with the dojo in California. Talk yeah. about both of those experiences. Uh, yeah, so I've been to AEW, I think, five times. I've five had times three now. matches, okay. five or six times, yeah. Um, and those are always great experiences, super fun, super relaxed. No no better experience than AEW Dark. Um yeah, it's covered throughout the 
Monster Factory on Apple TV Plus. Uh, <laughs> Two thumbs up. <laughs> You've learned those promo yeah. skills well. I love it. Um, yeah, they follow they follow me and Brett one of the times to AEW and kind of follow our mindsets and, and walking through and everything. Um, and then it also follows the story of me possibly going to train for New Japan at the LA Dojo and, and Kevin Kelly's uh, kind of help with that and everything. Uh, so I don't want to go too much into it so people go watch. But um, You got options. Yeah. <laughs> you got to watch anyway, guys. Yeah. Uh, but Kevin Kelly, yeah, amazing person. Speaking of him, uh, AXW in yes. Hamburg, PA is amazing. Um, I think the next show is April 29th. Look it up. Look up XW on social media. All really fun stuff. It's not like a normal independent show. This is like this is like a wrestling event, you know. Kevin Kelly runs it very different, very uh you know, not not to sound it might come off as bad, but very old school. You know, it's it's, it's fun in that way. A lot of fun stuff coming up yeah. with that. The historic uh, Hamburg Fieldhouse is historic. Y'all know. I don't got to say too yep. much to, to kind of jog y'all memory, but, you know, he's bringing authentic wrestling back there. And I, I think it's important because they do a lot within the community as well for yes. uh, people who are autistic. And that means a lot to me because, you know, I, I've done my work with a lot of uh, nonprofit organizations for, you know, kids with disabilities. But, you know, they, they make it their mission yeah. to kind of accept everyone. Cool. And I love it. I love that about them. Yep. So different. Yep. And Bobby, you had a lot of opportunities, like you said, with Impact. And, uh, you know, Danny trusting you with the, put, putting the, the championship on you. And you had it for a long time, right? How many days yeah. you got? Yeah, how many days oh, you got? my gosh. 322. 322. The longest in history <laughs> by a long shot. Yeah, let's clap that up. Let's yeah, clap that up. Uh, <laughs> I got to beat out a lot of crazy names for that uh, for that record. Um, Talk about that, man. Damian Priest, Matt names. Riddle, who, Steve Macklin, Abyss. It's crazy. Like, um, you know, but it all was a very humbling experience. I'll say that because it was my first ever title, kind of riding through the waves of everything. I'm, I feel like a lot of people don't realize that that was my first ever title. Uh, so all these things I'm kind of learning as I go. Um but also, yeah, getting the opportunities with Impact. I mean, we did Ring Crew for them once in March, and then I got to go back to uh, Battle for Glory in October. And um, it was it was really fun. It was a fun experience. I like the atmosphere there, you know what I'm saying? And hopefully more opportunities come in the future, you know? Right. Now, from this, uh, this docuseries that you're doing, uh, what opportunities have come from this, and what opportunities are you hoping to get from this? Uh, you know, my like I was telling you before, I think before the radio aired, my phone kind of been blowing up nonstop since the trailer was announced, let alone the show coming out. I've still yet to catch up to everybody hitting me up and all this stuff going on because, yeah, you know, it's on mm -hmm. Apple TV Plus. I'm reaching more and people working, nowadays. And you're still training. Yeah, like, you know, the grind never stops no. on top of like what we got going on now. So I'm kind of trying to filter all of it as I go. Um, But, you know, the opportunities are endless. We're in front of so many people now and um just kind of as long as we keep on grinding i'm sure like the doors are open wherever we want to go you know sky's the limit i never thought i'd be on apple tv plus but here we go you know what i'm saying so uh I, i'm hopeful for anything anything i want i feel like i could go conquer right now listen i want it all i want it all yeah very <laughs> very the same uh i have no idea what's going to come from it i hope something good i hope right. something good for everyone from this show uh it could be anything, though. You know, I think Twitch 
could you know go do music stuff yeah. yeah he's an amazing musician i think the world gets to see that now you know people don't really know that but he's really good mm-hmm. uh so you know anything could come from this bobby could go do music stuff if you wanted to <laughs> yeah. he's a good musician <laughs> uh, we did hear a couple of bars last time you came out i remember oh yeah yeah yep. yeah i was spitting bars you mm-hmm. know I, I was at goldie's house the other day playing the guitar i haven't touched a guitar in years but <laughs> this is true that's this a is true, true story <laughs> you know, factory band if everybody's hearing a lot of extra noise in the background it's because if you're listening to me live every wednesday is the hump day hang from 4 30 to 6 which is a live open mic and tonight if you're within the sound of my voice and driving distance we do have the mustang lounge at seven o'clock is the open mic eight o'clock is the actual uh, headliner they don't like the word headliner. Featured artist, I think we'll say. But now here's a question before we run out of time. If you talk about opportunities, if tomorrow, WWE, AEW, somebody calls you, you get to book your own match. Who are you wrestling? Ooh. I want Roman for that title. <laughs> All right. There you go. Oh, Travel yeah. tree. Beast move versus beast move. Let's go. I'm ready. Hey, that's a rough one. That's a tough question. Right off the top of your head. Uh, don't think too hard. Uh, yeah, someone like Cody. Cody right. would be a cool one. That would be a really fun one. He's a really good guy. That's fantastic. Oh, now, yeah. now, the other part of it is, and we're, we are kind of running out of time, but you do personal training, things like that. Yes, Talk sir. about that. What is, like, obviously, you're, if for anybody that if we're on the radio, you can't see. You can see it on the Apple TV special, Monster Factory, available right now. Boom. You're in great shape. How do you maintain that? What's your routine like? And what would you tell for people that need to get in that kind of good shape? Uh, consistency. Don't. It's same thing, pretty much what I was saying earlier. Don't give up. Uh, you know, you might not like where you're at right now, but keep pushing and you're going to end up where you want to be. Um, with eating, with fitness, you know, you're not going to see the results right away. Just keep going. Just keep going and eventually you will. And then once you start seeing them, you're going to want it even more. And that's going to be what drives you. Um, you know, but if you want, you know, one-on-one advice, you can message me, uh, you know, wherever. My social media is at the David Goldie on Twitter and uh, Instagram or my Facebook is David Goldie Goldschmidt. Um, so yeah, that's hey, fantastic. Thanks for the plug. Yeah. Let me let me <laughs> let me add something to that real quick. Uh, since I've been around him since he started, you know, being a bigger dude too, like I've kind of always been envious about how good he looks. But um, <laughs> the, over the years, like he's transformed his body crazy um, from being just scrawny and in shape to like now you look like a sculpture in shape. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, <laughs> But no, like you actually made him blush. That's, that's, that's a real moment. It's in theory almost. Yeah, like he. No, honestly, I was at. You look literally just like him. That's what I'm saying. Um, that, that but <laughs> like he's helped me out so much. Kind of just not only watching his growth, but like you know we're we're close. So I've asked him a couple of times. Hey, let me see what you've been like cooking up. Let me see what right. you work out. What your workout routine is, and he's helped me lose a crazy ton of weight. Like. Like over a consistent period of time, literally. I can see like a comedy, uh, like a comedy show right here, like grabbing your burger and throwing <laughs> that. You're like, what? Come on. Yo, know, honestly, hey, we would have to square up. For that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you touched my burger. It's gonna be on it popping in this radio. This radio interview. There you go. So yeah, <laughs> hit that button. Nah, but he's he's putting in a lot of work. So honestly, like, I I've been driven on results and I've been seeing results with what I've been doing with him. But uh, yeah, definitely. If you need if you need tips. Hit my boy Goldia, please. Definitely. That's fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Now, uh, any plans for the summer, guys? Any for new promotions that you could be going? What, what's, what's the uh, updates coming up next month or two? I mean, I got a lot of Northeast stuff. I'm going to be at Beyond tomorrow. I'm going to be at uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears April 8th. I'll be at Coliseum Pro Wrestling April 28th. Uh, I'll be at AXW on the 29th. Um, but we'll see. Uh, 
you know, I'm open to anything and everything. You know, if you need if you need a booking inquiry, you can always hit me at bookbobbybuffet at gmail.com. You know, I'm just saying, any inquiries, I'm open to work wherever. Hashtag book. <laughs> yeah, I'm Bobby Big Time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this month coming up, April, right? Yeah, April mm-hmm. coming up is going to be a big Monster Factory month. Dan wants to do a lot, um, you know, with the show coming out, just make it a big deal so there's going to be a lot of shows coming up this month so just keep checking monster factories pages anywhere whatever uh and also like i said axw super fun i love axw so if you're hamburg area or if you're not go make the drive it's worth it where's the best place for them to check out your stuff that you've done previously in the ring and all that oh man if you go to my instagram profile or twitter profile anywhere on social media bobby buffet mfbw you can get a link to everything bobby buffet bobbybuffet.com uh they got my shirts. They got my videos. They got uh, everything I got. You got. You want to stream my music? You want to? You want to look at pictures of me? I don't know. <laughs> Go to that website. Ladies. You'll find everything. <laughs> you know, is there anything cooler than when somebody comes up wearing your shirt? I think it's the coolest. That's thing That's the ever. coolest yeah. thing. I think it's the coolest thing ever. I mean, not only just for the support aspect about it, but like you thought my design was cool enough right. to be something you wear. Like, That's yeah, awesome. it's pretty awesome. Yep. Yeah, uh, websites, goonairashop.com. You can check out all of our merchandise, videos, whatever, links to everything. My social media is at the David Goldie, G-O-L-D-Y, um, on everything. So, yeah, go check well, it we out. We appreciate you guys. You guys never Thank forgot you. about us. We've, never. You know, we've been there since day yeah. one with you guys, and uh, we're so proud of you guys and your progress that you've done. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. I'm yeah. excited to see where the journey takes us, man. Definitely, guys. Well, uh Thank you for listening to Completely Damaged. Remember, don't keep it nice and neat. Keep it completely damaged on MockerRadio.com, where music and minds meet. Bang! Thanks, guys. Completely damaged!